0: Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, so I decided that from now on, uh, the the titles that I give the episodes of the show uh-huh. are going to either be uh, movie lines or uh, song lyrics. Oh, okay. Because I just feel like, you know, I'm always trying to give like creative names to, you know, my episodes of my show and whatnot yeah. too. And uh, I just feel like lately some of the, uh, I haven't been able to come up with good names for some of our episodes mm-hmm. and then uh so the last episode i don't know if you saw was so glad you could make it because you know i took that out of that whole song right and then uh the episode before that was uh the cookie stand is not part of the food court yeah
1: but that's that's uh so, that's mall rats exactly mall rats so because we were talking about shopping malls oh i see i see do you, yeah. you do you like kevin smith or did you like kevin smith at any point so I'm just I'm trying to think if I have any reason to say no.
0: I don't think so. Um, yeah, no, yeah, yes, I like Kevin Smith. yes. Okay.
1: I mean, I, I saw.
0: Did you see? I clerks? saw clerks like, I saw clerks when I was working at Radio Shack, which was oh pretty perfect. yeah. I mean, I didn't work at a convenience store, but I mm-hmm. worked retail anyway. And um, yeah, actually, you know, I I can't remember if I ever told the story on my show or not, but Kevin Smith, uh, anybody that enjoys my show can kind of thank kevin smith for that because he got me back into video games
1: is it, uh, is it because of playing hockey and or no yeah
0: in, yeah oh, i did tell that story then oh yeah.
1: no no i don't like i don't i don't remember you can go ahead and tell oh. it again well it's just a quick story but it's just like so i, I watched you know I, so i kind of like
0: wandered away from video games like in the mid 90s mm-hmm. you know like i had my genesis but i was kind of like well you know uh that was getting towards the end of its lifespan right and uh you know i had a a computer that i did a lot of gaming on but like it didn't it was like a 386 and it didn't have uh like a 3d card in it or anything so at some point i didn't even have a cd-rom drive so at some point i couldn't play any of the new games that were coming out Mm -hmm. so like i would still play the games that i already had uh on the computer but i couldn't play any new stuff and you know, I just graduated high school, and maybe I just got, you know, kind of more into, like, hanging out with my friends. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, playing the guitar and, you know, smoking packs of cigarettes and all that <laughs> kind of stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I just—I even gave away my Sega Genesis. Um, oh, that I, happened later, actually, though. That happened later. Yeah, uh, that was—never I mind. yeah, that was, I, I, never mind. That I was, that was your
1: childhood I was. system. You gave, away. yes,
0: but I gave that away after I got my PlayStation. Sorry, I got ahead of myself. I still right. had my Sega Genesis, but I didn't play it. And then uh, I watched Clerks, and then I watched uh Mall Rats, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, Chasing Amy came out, yeah. And um, so this, this probably would have been I don't, I mean, I didn't look it up, I don't know when Chasing Amy came out, but it has to have been like late winter, early spring of like 97, right? Um so we, uh, my friend Chris and I went and saw Chasing Amy, and uh, in the theater. You know, yes, in fact, we had to drive to the next town over because mm-hmm. that's the only theater. Which is funny because we lived in the bigger city and we had to drive to a smaller town because that's the only theater in the area that was showing uh, Chasing Amy. And if you'll remember, uh, the two main characters, you know Ben Affleck's character and Jason Lee's character, mm-hmm. you know I, I don't I don't think they were. Maybe this wasn't clear. Were they like roommates or I don't know if this was just an office they where they, just, they did all the comics office. or if yeah. they also lived there. But but anyway, they had a Model 2 Sega Genesis. Oh. Uh, and they would play uh, whatever NHL game, mm-hmm. you know, maybe like 96 or something. Because, you know, famously, Mallrats, uh, Jason Lee's character, which is confusing because, like, these, these movies all take place in the same, like, universe. What yeah. is it called? Like the Viewist universe or something? Yep. But then you'll have the same actor playing different. Yeah. Uh, but but whatever. I mean, I don't care. But I'm saying so. Uh, Jason Lee's character in Mallrats has a Sega Saturn in his bedroom, right? He has and a Saturn. Like in in Mallrats, it's a Saturn, uh, and he's playing like Sega. Whatever the first party was, like Sega All Star Hockey or whatever. Okay.
1: See, uh, I always NHL get it All-Star messed up hockey. in my mind because because right. they're yeah. they're playing NHL '94 in Swingers. That's like you can make. Well, that was NHLPA 93. Okay. Well, either way, but that's the one is like you can make us. I'm gonna make Gretzky's head bleed. Right. Right. Okay.
0: Uh, Anyway, so Mallrats, Sega Saturn, and then for whatever reason, chasing Amy, Genesis, and it was a Model Two Genesis, Mm -hmm. and they would play. uh, You know, based on when the movie was shot, it was probably like NHL 95 or 96. Right. Yes. But anyway, I saw that, and for some reason, I think that and still having the Mallrats thing in my head. I was like, that looks kind of like fun. I, I'd never owned a hockey video game. I'm like, I'm going to go get, because I still had my Genesis. Mm-hmm. And so I went down to KB Toys, and I bought, i just like, I'm just going to go get whatever the latest uh, NHL game is. And at that point, NHL 97 was out. So, uh, so I bought that. And I got really into playing it. Like, this is pretty fun. I got into playing that. Uh, I started hanging out with this guy that I met. and We became like fast friends. We we're both into video games. So we would play the game together. And then it was because of that that I ended up going out and buying a PlayStation.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And uh, and one of the first games I bought for the PlayStation was the NHL 97 that came out for PlayStation, which was a very different game. Yeah. And then I actually – I don't know if you remember this, but you could return games to KB Toys. Like you could buy a brand-new game and as long as you kept it in perfect condition mm-hmm. – you had like thirty days or something that you could return the game.
1: I didn't realize that KB decided. toys had that. Because I know the electronics yeah. boutique had it was like ten days and you could return it if you even if you didn't like it, you could return it. Yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. Yeah. I okay. had the same thing at KB. And so, so it I must returned have been it. Competition thing. I guess so.
0: But uh so yeah, return. That's it. the end of that's the end of the story. But that got me I and that I got that PlayStation and I was like a hundred percent like on like the PlayStation train. Like I loved yeah that system like because it was the first time i'd ever had a video game system where i was like an adult and i had a job yeah so like and you're like i I can buy anything i I want yeah like i subscribed to psm magazine you know Mm -hmm. and then i would see a game like they would review a game that you know i thought looked good and they gave it a good score and i could just go to the store and just buy it i didn't have to like you know ask anybody to get it for me it was it was great yeah that was all thanks to kevin smith is my point
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's great i mean i i really like like kevin smith i i really like his first four movies and then i felt like things kind of changed in that he what's,
0: sorry just just remind me please so what's it's, number it's four. It's Clerks
1: uh yeah. uh Mal-Raz chasing Amy and Dogma. Okay. And i i love those movies. I find them even now like infinitely rewatchable. But mm-hmm. it feels like after that. So what was after Dogma? Um I don't remember what he did after Dogma. I don't either is that with maybe that was it wasn't Zack and Mary maybe it was or no it was Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back after okay. after dogma and i felt like something with that it it seemed like he tried to be gross for the sake of like trying to one up himself constantly of like yeah. like getting grosser to like uh trying to be so gross that he would like twist things around to make it so it never felt like kind of natural anymore yeah and Do you something... feel
0: like in some ways it turned in like he turned his movies into like parodies of themselves? Yes,
1: yeah. yes. Because I mean, you look at you look at Dogma, which is I think is a is a great movie, and there's there's funny stuff in that, but it it, it shows him going in a direction that I wish that he had kind of continued down, where it's like here's this bigger story, and yeah. we're gonna we're gonna put these, uh, I guess like these like normal people like into these. Stories, which yeah. I thought was kind of fun, and it just it you know when after doing like following that with a uh, strike back, it just it just didn't have the same kind of feeling for me, and it just felt like he was trying to be gross for the sake of being gross instead of it just feeling naturally part of the conversation, which I thought it did previous to that. Although I'm sure there's yeah. plenty of people out there would be like, well, what about this conversation? Blah blah blah. And but yeah. it there's something about it that just like. That it was it was lost on me and that continued on through like all of his other movies you know like uh, like with clerks 2 like the whole like donkey show part in clerks 2 i was just like come on like it just uh, it just feels like like we're gonna put something real like out there and gross in there just 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 to do it yeah and it's just like what's I like mean, the I... most like out of left field thing that we could think of that's like gross but would be funny yeah, and it just it didn't have the same weight for, it. and you know, like I did you have you seen Clerks three yet? No, not yet. Okay, well, I mean, I felt like that it kind of walks a little bit of that, like walks a lot of that back. That's nice, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I this
0: I don't I mean I, you know, as somebody who like also you know I'm not a filmmaker or whatever, but mm. you know, I would say that just because of my own experiences, I I feel more hesitant to criticize other creative people, yes. right? Because it's like, Absolutely. you do whatever you, you know, if that's what you want to do, you should do it. Totally. The only thing I would say, I think, is that I think that Kevin Smith is a good writer and a good storyteller and mm-hmm. a competent filmmaker. And I would like to see him more, like branch out more. And like, you know, I, I get that it's really easy to keep making, you know, movies that are in that, Universe, yeah, oh yeah, because you've got an established audience that like is going to go see like any of that stuff. But at the same time, I definitely think it's like does have, you know, yes. Like, but like, I'm saying like I would, I would like to see other like you know make something completely new. You know, it's
1: like well, he he tried that and then it didn't. <laughs> then it, yeah. He just like had horrible experiences uh yeah, every time. That. You know, and, and like, but I I I agree. You know, like yeah. I
0: I I'm uh, not saying he should do that. I'm just saying I you know I would like you know just just personally as a you know fan of his it's like you know come up with some new characters and do do something completely different that doesn't well i mean take place in you know
1: did you ever see red state like his his horror movie no or like but as we've discussed before i'm not into horror movies but it's it's kind of an interesting movie and you you should you should check it out cuz it's you know about like uh it's 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 kind of relevant to our world today i think yeah Okay. Um, and you know he he did that, and then it was just like nobody really cared. And then he had like a, apparently a really awful experience making Cop Out, which is that mm-hmm. movie he did with like like Tracy Morgan and uh, Bruce Willis. Yeah, and that was not a not a good experience. And then like I guess it just he's like really struggled since then. Yeah,
0: I mean I get that if you say well I I tried multiple times and I didn't enjoy the experience, then mm-hmm. you know hey then go back to making. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Not, there's nothing wrong with that, you know.
1: Right. Um but you know, so like those first four I I think are complete classics and I can yeah, go back and watch them even though, you know, I'm sure there's people that would say that they haven't they haven't aged well or whatever, but it's like, you know, it's it's yeah. of a time. Which, oh, 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, you tell me, is it cuz you know, I don't the last thing I want to do is be annoying uh but i also don't want to sound like for some reason i'm very self-conscious about sounding like pretentious you know like
1: that's a good like quality. even the whole thing one. with don't
0: wanna... well cuz it's like i can't stand it, you know if you see certain qualities in other people and you realize ooh i i don't want to come off that way because i don't appreciate that quality in in you not you you but another you you know mm-hmm. And so, like, I can't, you know, people who are, act pretentious and can only talk about themselves is like, uh, you know, and so I don't want to sound that way. And so it's like the thing, you know, you know, I, even just when I mentioned that, like, oh, I got rid of my TV is just like, oh, God, I, you know, I sound like one of those people, you know, um, <laughs> you know, which yeah. I didn't mean to. But it's just like, you know, I got rid of my TV. But um, <clears throat> so. And you're like, all oh, that I, d- I say, don't like
1: meat. Right. Like right. It's, it's, yeah. Like, or
0: like they say about like you know, how do you know if somebody does CrossFit? Exactly. They'll tell you because they tell you. Um, how do you know
1: if somebody doesn't have a TV? They'll tell you. Well, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't watch TV. I don't have one in my house. I, I remember mean, there used just, to be this. It's kind of. It's, there used I to not, be this
0: grad student. Yeah. <laughs> there was this grad student that worked in my lab, and uh, it turned into like a running joke because like he was in the Peace Corps before he went to grad school. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've learned, I think I've, I've worked or been around a couple of people that were in the Peace Corps. And one thing I've seemingly learned is that, uh, if, if you served in the Peace Corps, you're going to make sure that everybody knows about it and that it's in every (laughs) conversation you ever have. And so it turned into this thing. And it's funny because like he was, he was like, uh, self-aware enough to understand what I was doing, but he still wouldn't stop. Anytime he would bring up the Peace Corps, I'd be like, Oh, you were in the Peace Corps. (laughs) <laughs> and then he would kind of laugh, and it's like, do you, you see, I'm trying to point out to you that you work it into, like, every conversation, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, man, the Halal trailer is here today. Oh, you know where I had really good Halal was in North Africa when I was in the Peace Corps. It's like, okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, anyway, the whole reason I'm bringing that up is just that, like, I want, you know, because now I'm reading more books, and I would like to be able to say, hey, I read this book, but it's like, I don't want to sound like, oh, look at Mr. Books over here. <laughs> um and I wouldn't say it if it was just any book but because you are the one that brought this book up uh I read about a boy
1: Oh okay yeah so now um, you're like you're like all in on the uh, the Nick Hornby train at this point Well I mean I don't know
0: I don't know if I'm going to read any more of it it was just like I was at this Sounds uh good. there's this bookstore where um it's like a thrift store but only for books kind of like it it's like it's run by like the friends of the library right okay. so if you if you donate books to the library the books end up you know, they go through them and pick out like if it's like crappy stuff yeah. they get rid of it but like they're not going to have romance novels and stuff but uh all those books end up going to the shop like in the middle of downtown and they you know it's like a paperback book is like you know 3 or 4 dollars or something yeah. but i mean but if you go in there it's set up like a bookstore and everything is like you know uh organized by genre and whatnot and so i was just in there like you know looking for for books and i was looking through the fiction and i was like oh let me see if they have any nick hornby Mm -hmm. books and they happen to have a copy of about a boy and it was like four bucks and so i just figured
1: hey i'll i'll get that yeah i mean they're easy reads i guess
0: yes absolutely and they're not very long and like i mean yeah you can you could read it in a day easily if you don't have you know children or something yeah. other some other thing you know bothering you but i i don't even really have anything big to say about it it was just like since you brought up about a boy uh, i read it uh, mm-hmm. is it as good no but it was still good you yeah. know i enjoyed it uh, yeah. it's funny cuz you could see it's almost like it was the same character you know like it's yeah. not obviously but it's like you could totally see that being which is him you know probably the high fidelity guy yeah, yeah. i think there's probably a lot of i mean probably most authors do that put a lot of themselves
1: yeah, because I mean that's what they story. know. Like it's it's got. I feel yeah. like it's got to be really hard to just make up a complete character without any kind of like self uh, projecting. I guess. Into I mean, character. it's got to
0: either be you or someone you know, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I also read, uh, "The Hunt for Red October." Oh, you know, I I, you, re, I, I heard you talking. To, did you talk about that recently? The movie. About that, or
0: maybe didn't we talk else. about
1: it on the show? I thought we did. We may have talked maybe about it. Maybe we did. On the maybe show. we didn't. And it's just—it's funny. We did, yeah. You talked about like the <clears throat> the uh, zoom into the mouth going from speaking Russian to English. Yeah, maybe because you talked I about I just, that. I, I saw it was on Netflix, and I started watching. I fell asleep though because I was watching it in bed. Like I yeah, can't, I can't, I can't do like like anything like playing games or watching TV like in bed. Like I just fall asleep. I can't I can't help it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, I just I just really uh I enjoyed it. It's a good. It's, it's a how, long book. I read it in like 48 hours, too, cuz I was just so into it. Like I didn't Really. I didn't do anything else that weekend. That's like a, I bought is, it is on it a Tom Friday Clancy? night and I was
1: What's that? Yeah, yeah, it was Tom Clancy's first book. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, have you seen all the I've not watched like the Jack Ryan show no. at all, but I mean No. No. Would you say that alec baldwin is a better jack ryan than harrison ford was i can't even
0: say because i've only ever seen hunt for Red october because uh, i don't but because to me like alec baldwin like is young, jack ryan yeah like, i can't so i don't even want to watch and i love harrison ford i mean mm-hmm. who doesn't right but i just you know i, I to me that, that was like alec baldwin's first starring role in a movie like uh, you know, I wish he had kept going with that, but I understand why, you know, probably he didn't want to get typecast. Right. But, uh so I I don't really have any interest in watching the other movies, but I would like to read the other books. But then, like, I went to a bookstore just thinking in my head, like, I'm gonna go in there and, like, you know, buy, like, okay, that was Tom Clancy's first Jack Ryan novel. I'm gonna go buy the second one, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm like, okay, I don't know which one's the second one. So I'm, I'm literally in the bookstore looking at the shelf and I get my phone out. Mm-hmm just to look it up okay what's number two or whatever thinking that that's simple but it's like of course it's not simple <laughs> i was like well <laughs> you know the next book that he wrote was this but it's like if you want to read the jack ryan books in order uh like hunt for october is actually like the fourth one because then like you know later tom clancy wrote some books that took mm-hmm. place before that
1: and like it was like so complicated i just I just didn't buy anything. Like, I
0: don't,
1: this is too much. <laughs> it, I I get that. I get that. It's overcomplicated and you don't want to like waste your time trying to figure it out. And then like you always have that it creates a problem when you want to read all this stuff because it's like, well, I don't know if I should read them in like release order or like, you know, chronological order of like when they take place. It's just it's too yeah, much that's... effort to like do something that should be simple. Exactly. Yes. So, and that's I mean, why I just said never mind. Right. You know, like there's a game series, uh, uh Yakuza that, mm-hmm. that I like. I played the most recent one, and then, which is actually like the seventh game. Okay. And then people are like, oh, well, you know, you should go back and you know, if you want to start from the beginning, you should play Yakuza Zero, which like came out between five and six. I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna play one, two, three, four, five, zero, then yeah. six. Yes. I'm just gonna like I'm just gonna stick with release uh order stuff from now on because like you will never run into things that was uh how do I wanna say this? You, you don't you won't run into anything playing in that order that was not intended, I guess. Yeah, yeah. you know, like in playing, like, the prequel stuff might, like, ruin things that'll come later anyways. Or, like, I don't really care yeah. about these relationships. And it's cool, like, going back to zero after five yeah. and being like, oh, well, that's kind of, like, adds some context to this conversation. Because that's how it yeah. was created in the first place is to, like, add context yeah. to these conversations that you've already experienced. Yeah. So
0: I thought about... Like, you know, just everything you just said, I thought about just doing that. Like, I'm just going to read these books in the order they were written. Mm-hmm. But that gets to my second issue, which is like, so this Hunt for October book is like, it's like 650 pages. Like, that's mm. pretty. And the thing, but it's like a, you know, it's like a trade paperback. Like, if you yeah. just go to the, the the one that you can get that's like still in print or whatever. And so it's not very big, you know, like height and width or whatever. So it's this really thick, small book, and it's very hard to hold. That makes sense. Like it's uncomfortable, yeah. Trying to read it, and I think the next book was like Patriot Games, and it's like even thicker because it's still like I would rather go to a used bookstore and try to buy like an older copy or a hardcover where it's like a bigger book, yeah. So it doesn't have to be as many pages because like right. I don't want to yeah, read yeah. for reasons we've already discussed. I don't want to read like a ebook or whatever, but mm-hmm. I, and you know, and the other thing is I've got a whole stack of other books to read, so like yeah, you know,
1: whatever. So let me ask you a question: When you were uh yeah. When was the last time you watched the Hunt for October movie? Oh, like a couple weeks ago. Okay, so when you it was were, one of those
0: things. It was one of those things like you know we talked about last time when I turned on Napoleon Dynamite, right? Because I was just looking for something to put on while I was doing something, right? Like a week pr- before that, I did the exact same thing. Okay, with, uh, but it was before I read the book.
1: Okay, so yeah. let me ask you this: When you were reading that book, did you have the music from the movie playing in your head the whole time? No, but that would have been cool. In <laughs> fact, you know what would have been really cool is if you just bought the soundtrack and just <laughs> and just had it playing. Because Humphrey October has a really great soundtrack to it. It does. It's a very good soundtrack. Yeah. And, you know, like, I I very rarely read books, but when I read something that is uh, like, been adapted and it has, like, a good soundtrack, it'll always be in my head. Yeah. You know, like, like when I read, read – uh, when I was in high school and I read Jurassic Park. Like, I had the music in my head the whole
0: time. Oh, yeah. Another because, very good – that was John Williams, though, right?
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, okay, so, um, oh, by the way, you're listening to episode eight
0: of here's my question for you.
1: I mean, I, th- I and, think, uh, I, I think it'd be funny eventually we get to the point where you don't even say it and you just said, you've been listening to episode eight <laughs> or yes,
0: I could, just, we might get to that point. Yeah.
1: Or like you're um, listening to episode eight and we're done.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, um unless you had uh something specific that you wanted to discuss i don't uh well good i have some very exciting news for you uh we have i don't want to say a pile we have enough emails that we're not going to even be able to read them all oh in one episode and i, I, I you know i remember last time <laughs> i even brought up that maybe there was an email your face like lit up so um so I thought if you wanted to, we could. I've got it open here in yes. front of me. I have not looked at them yet. I'm following the rules. Okay. And I just figured I'll start with the one that we got first and we can work our way.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay. So uh, this first email we got on November 21st, and it comes from, uh, I don't want to give people's last names really, but so it comes from a guy named Daryl. So, okay. So I don't know if there's a guy named Daryl watches my show. I don't know if it's the same Daryl, but in, in either case, hi Daryl. He says, "Do you have any nostalgic memories of any really strange independent stores or shops, and any items they sold there?"
1: Independent stores. That's yeah. that's. So that's, I'm guessing maybe
0: that's because you know we were talking about you know you would ask me about you know recollections of like stores that aren't
1: around anymore.
0: But yeah, we were yeah. really talking about like chains, you know, Toys R Us and KB and and Radio Shack. So. I mean, basically what he's asking is, do you have any memories like that, but it's like an independent
1: store? I mean, I, I wouldn't say – I think of certain things, but I'm not sure if I think of them as being, like, nostalgic, but, like, they just stick in my mind. You know, like, the, the mall that I would go to growing up uh, had some, like, locally owned stores in there, as, as they should, you know. And there was a place called Blue Danube Gifts that all they had – well, they had a lot of stuff. It was, like, all, like, crystal stuff. Like they had these like statues of dragons, like holding a crystal and stuff like that. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Uh, we had a store just like that. Not <laughs> called that, but I'm saying there was, there was a store just like that in my mall that sold <laughs> that kind of, you know, crystal dragons and Like, all
1: like, that. you know, who makes those things? And like, are they only making them to end up in these kind of stores? <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> and do they still exist? Are they still like what, are the, what is like pewter? Pewter statues is like like a pewter, yeah. Like I don't even know what pewter is. Is a kind of metal. Yeah, I think it's okay. like a you know amalgam. Kind of like little, but, uh, I guess, like little action, fi- like not action figures, but like die cast. Is that what it is? Like die cast figures.
0: Yeah, like the little figurines. Yeah. yeah well, it's funny because that when when that was the first store that kind of came to my mind when I see this question is we had a uh, we had a little shop that sold you know it was a game store but like tabletop games mm. and you know i didn't even really know that those were like a thing cuz this would i would have been like in 6th grade i was probably like 12 years old yeah and um i remember my best friend jonathan he had a uh, ultima which ultima, uh, ultima exodus four. okay is that 4 uh, i think it's 3 okay. like 4 is quest for the avatar or whatever okay. but uh Yeah, it was like the first Ultima that came out on uh, the NES. Mm -hmm. That's how we had it, was on the NES. And I think that was like probably our first exposure to sort of that kind of like fantasy world, you know? Right. Um, You know, that sort of Dungeons and Dragons, Lord of the Rings kind of, you know, world. And uh, so we thought that was pretty cool. And I remember one day I went over to his house and he had like these little lead figures that, you know, were, we're like the kind of, you know, creatures and whatnot that you would see in Ultima. I thought, whoa, those are like really cool. Mm-hmm. And so he told me like where he got them. It's like, I went over there and I got some too. He was like, you know, like the little, like, you know, inch and a half tall, like little die cast. Yeah. You know, we, we called them lead figures. They were not actually made of lead for, I think, right. safety reasons. But, you know, I had like this cool, like skeleton warrior with like a sword and a shield. And, and they didn't, I they forgot. didn't have I had like
1: few, adjustable joints or anything like that. They were just- No, like no, 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 no. But you were, you like were supposed cool to paint them. Right, right, yeah, yeah. You
0: yeah. know, like they, because they sold all the supplies there for you to, you to paint. I forgot what that. Uh, there's that popular game like that Warhammer. people play. Is that Warhammer? Yeah, yeah, Warhammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think Warhammer players are way more into like painting all because I think you have to bring the figures with you to. I, right. I, I don't. I don't know how Warhammer is played at all. But yeah. Uh, you know, with like Dungeons and Dragons, like those those little figures are cool to have, but you don't actually like use them for anything, as far as I know. Yeah, they're just a cool thing to collect,
1: played. and just like yes. you know, it, it gives you—you you can imagine them when you are playing, I guess. And like, yeah. Hey, I'm going to bring here's like what this monster looks like. You know, it, there's yeah, a, you know, there's a place that's like close to here uh, that just opened up that uh, sells a lot of these things, and they sell like 3D printed ones that they like make on the spot, and then you can buy them and paint them and stuff like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, I wish I like 3D printed stuff better. Or else I would get more into that. Well, I mean, it's it's the quality's improving, you know.
0: Yeah. Um, But anyway, like, I didn't know. Like, I went into the store, and it's like, yeah, there was, like, a little wall where they had a bunch of lead figures, and that was kind of the main thing I was looking at. But it was more, like, just looking around the store. And there were, like – they had a little bit of just your standard board games, you know, maybe, like, nicer editions of them. Yeah. But the vast majority of the store were either boxed, you know, tabletop, like, war games or, uh, like, tons of books for all these different, uh, uh, you know, pencil and paper role-playing mm-hmm. games. Like, I remember I saw Shadowrun in there, and, of course, that oh, was cool. way before, yeah. you know, Shadowrun came out. In fact, I think I might have even bought – because, you know, I'd go in there and have a few bucks, and so you could go look through, like, the clearance bin. Yeah. And, you know, you would buy stuff even though, like, I didn't have that game, so what was I going to do with that book? But it just looked neat.
1: Yeah, well, it had awesome So you just go with...
0: home and just kind of look through it. Or look at you know, the like pictures. If it were a... Right, Exactly. But uh, anyway, I don't know. That was the first store that I thought, and that store, unfortunately, is gone
1: now. So yeah, I think most of these stores are probably yeah probably gone. But um, uh, that was a cool question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hadn't thought about Blue Danube Gifts until uh, you know you read that email, and it's funny because that store, like last time I checked, last time I was there, it it, it became a Spencer's Gifts. Which I guess makes sense. I can't believe Spencer yeah. Gifts is still around, to be honest. I mean, it's been so long since I've been in a mall that I don't. Yeah, I don't even know what's there anymore. Yeah, well, I, I, maybe Spencer's Gifts isn't even around anymore. But last time I was, maybe. you know, back where I grew up and I went to the mall, there's there's still Spencer's Gifts.
0: Yeah, when you said Blue Danube, I figured it was going to be all like German stuff, you know, like like <laughs> later Hosen and. And
1: beer steins. Well, you know, maybe they had other stuff, but I remember the the dragon statue. Uh, yeah, statues. I mean,
0: same here. You go see something like that, because, again, for, like, the reasons I was just stating, you know, like, you know, after playing, like, Dragon Warrior, yeah. you know, if you went into a shop and it was like a crystal dragon with, like, you know, <laughs> little, you know, fake jewels for eyes and maybe it had, like, flames coming out of its uh, mouth or something, I mean, mm-hmm. it's pretty cool,
1: you know? It is, and you know, I'm I'm glad they still. I hopefully they still exist. Yeah, I mean, just like they make them and sell them. I'm sure they do. Yes, I don't know where to get that stuff.
0: There's, I don't. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I saw something like that, uh, in a store. (laughs) Uh, Okay, next question. Yeah, let's. All right, so this one, this one comes from Bob. Uh, Bob is actually a regular in the Classic Gaming Quarterly Discord. Nice. So. Uh, He says, uh, hello, Chris and Corey. I enjoy the new podcast. Here's my question for you. So he gets the format correctly. (laughs) Oh, man, he's got a bunch of questions in here. Um, All right. What obscure or cult classic films would you see if they were re-released in theaters, excluding major hits like Star Wars and Lord of the Rings, which I would not say are cult classics? So Mm -hmm. like what? Like not remade, he's saying, just like if they re-released it
1: uh, in theater. Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm sure that still falls underneath that same banner, but, uh, so before my wife and I got married, um, we went to see the a re-release of Blade Runner at the, uh, at the Ziegfeld Theater in New York. And it's like, that's like a single theater theater. It's like a big auditorium and everything. I don't think it's there anymore though. Uh, but we went in there and sat down. And, uh, my wife was like, you know, there's a place like this, like where I grew up, we should get married there when we get married. And we did, we went and we got married like on this big, like theater stage. So that was awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, that was like a big, uh, like seeing Blade Runner in, in that kind of atmosphere was really cool, especially since. Like Blade Runner is a movie that I like, but it took me a long time to be able to make it through the entire movie. Like, there's like a sleepiness to that movie. Have you you've seen it, right? Yeah, <clears throat> but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's like a sleepiness it's kind of to movie it. that can. Yeah, well, it makes you just like wants to lull you to sleep, and uh, you know, it, it took me a long time to make it through that movie.
0: <laughs> it's funny because that's when I, if you if you. Describe that. Like the first movie that comes to my mind is two thousand and one, a
1: space. Oh, yeah, that's very much so. Like that's yes.
0: like if you can't fall asleep, put that movie on.
1: Yeah, yeah. Especially since you know, like after the whole like uh, like before the dawn, of, like the dawn of man. Like after that, and it's just like it's just like shots with uh, people like living their daily life in outer space for like like twenty minutes. Yeah. And that that definitely puts, you, puts me to sleep.
0: Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't know what I can think. Of. I mean, we've had, you know, it comes and goes around here. But, you know, at various times, there'll be people that will show uh, older movies in the movie theaters around mm-hmm. here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what happens. Maybe if someone takes charge and says, okay, like every Wednesday night, we're showing an old movie. At this theater, and then like something happens, or that person loses interest, and then maybe someone else, somewhere else, does it. Mm-hmm. Or now there's like a, you know one of sort of the corporate chain movie theaters around here, they're doing it. Yeah. But you know, then it's not really like a passion thing. Like the place that was doing it was like kind of what you're describing. It was like an old theater, mm-hmm. and they would actually go get the original uh, uh, movie reel and show that. You know. Yeah. Rather see, than that's just I feel like that's what you got
1: to do. That's yeah. what you got to do.
0: But like I remember, I got to see uh, Doctor Strange Love there. Uh, uh, I've never, I've never I, seen it. Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> it's a so it makes sense. Like the reason I saw that movie originally is, um, you know, I think we mentioned before that like when I was in school, like you know, high school and whatnot, mm-hmm. I I didn't usually read the books we were supposed to read in English class. I would just. <laughs> Not I would just them? not read them and look at how my life turned out. You know, you don't need to <laughs> read that stuff. But anyway, um, one of the books we had to read, I think it was a senior in high school and we had to read Catch Twenty Two. Okay. And like it instantly became like an all time favorite book of mine. Like I still think Catch Twenty Two is maybe I've never know, read it. If you have the right kind of, you know, sense of humor, but also maybe kind of outlook on the world, I think that catch twenty two, you just
1: read it and it just completely makes sense to you. And it's not it's not very long either, right? It's like kind of a shorter
0: uh, I mean, it's like a medium, you know, it's no hunt for October, you know, but it's, <laughs> I'd say it's probably like 400 pages or something like that, but it's just really good, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did turn that into a movie, but uh, I guess my English teacher decided that it wasn't a very good movie. And um, so instead, after we finished reading the book, we watched uh, Dr. Strangelove
2: mm-hmm.
0: because it, it's kind of in the same vein, I would say. Okay. So, um but so I just I love that movie and uh I got to
1: see that on a big screen and that was pretty cool. That is really cool. Like that's a Yeah. Um when I lived in New York there was a couple of theaters that was doing it was showing movies with the original print and stuff and mm-hmm. I got I went to see a whole bunch of stuff. They would do it uh like I don't know. It's, it's a lot of movies that I'd seen probably in the theater, like as a kid. But when I had a chance to see it, and they're they're like big movies. Like I I went and saw like Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Yeah, oh, in, in the, the
1: theater. And I would love
0: to see that in the theater. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it was like all like worn out, like beat up, and everything. It was it was cool. Yeah, uh, I saw Aliens. Um, saw the 1986 Transformers the movie. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> and uh, what else? Um, uh it, at the at a time they were like like touring like the country or something with like the last known to, uh print of this and it was of this uh Super Mario Brothers movie Oh wow. So I got to go see I went and saw that. Like the live action with Bob Hoskins? Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And uh those are the only ones that I can think of off the top of my head, but it was it was very cool to be able to go and see these even though they were movies that I'd already seen. Yeah. But, you know, like I would like no, would absolutely do that again. A few weeks ago, they were showing like like a Godzilla movie, like one of the like older ones, like for like one a day. Japanese Godzilla movie. Yourself. Yeah, and you know my son's kind of is like into Godzilla, but the thing is, is they had this this restored print that they were showing for like one day only. It's like a Fathom mm-hmm. event or something like that. And I was like, oh, I want to go, but then it's like they're not showing it with the dub. And for for me. Like Godzilla movies are immensely more enjoyable if they're if they're dubbed. Like I get why you know there's purists out there that would just like oh, I just want to have the, the original language, but a big yeah. part of the appeal for me, you know, grow, like yeah. growing up on Saturday afternoons when TNT would have their Monster Madness would just be like these dubbed Godzilla movies. So I have like a yeah I have a big soft spot for that. And this Godzilla movie they were showing was just like was not it was not the dub it was just subtitled and i for one thing i can't take my son to go see that because he's 7 right. and he wouldn't be able to read it fast enough anyways yeah uh but i was like i really just wish they'd do the uh the the dub cuz yeah, i i, mean, I, I, I still yeah. think like the dubs are even are still are still great to watch like there's
0: this yeah i i get why they're not doing that but i also totally understand and i think i agree with your point of view okay
1: you know, I I always thinking there's this one line, and and probably uh, in my fa- favorite Godzilla of the Godzilla movie, like the the old ones, uh, uh, Ghidra the three hundred, the three headed monster, and mm-hmm. I don't know something happens, and they like discover some signal from outer space, like Planet X or like on Mars or something, and they're like talking to a government o- official about it, like what do you think is going to happen? And the guy the guy the the dub of it goes, well. I don't think the world is going to explode, but something else might happen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it'd be a fun job to have—to <laughs> be just the person that records the dubs. I would do that. Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, it's funny that the, that the conversation went there because I see that one of his other questions is in this email mm-hmm. is uh, subtitles
1: or dubbing. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I which get makes
0: it. me wonder if you're not going through these emails and not telling
1: me—that's a little suspicious. Oh, no, I, I don't even have access to the email account, I Oh, think. sorry about that. I mean, it's, uh, it's, although. It's fine.
0: Since you brought that up, I will say that um, I, I think it would be really awesome, and I would go check them out if somebody was showing uh, old kung fu movies in the movie theater. Like, if I could go see, like, like Master of the Flying Guillotine on a big screen, like, that mm-hmm. would be awesome. And
1: I think those are dubbed. Yeah, I mean, I'm, probably, I'm sure a lot of them are. But, you know, I I appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, the, there's, there's subtitled versions available of most of the stuff now, and people think of that as, like, you know, that's, like, the real thing, you know? But yeah. I, you know, I think that growing up watching dubs just makes me enjoy them a lot, even though... Like, it's just part like, of the like personality of the... Yeah. 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 Like, I have just... If I have a choice... If, it, if it's something that I've seen before with a dub I won't watch it without a dub if it's something I've never seen yeah and then like I have a choice like I will like watch it with subtitles because like that's fine but if it's something I've already seen and uh, I've seen it with the dub I won't deviate from that I get
0: it um so do you want to keep going through this guy's questions or do you want to give somebody else a
1: shot yeah let's give let's give someone else a shot
0: all right, sorry, Bob, but those were good questions.
1: Well, maybe you should you um, should star that one. And maybe we can come back to it, sometime.
0: Oh, all right. There you go, starred. <laughs> uh, next question. This comes from Brian uh, from Retro Mags. So this is oh. like one of the administrators of uh, the Retro Mags
1: website. Nice, one of my favorites. Yes, same here.
0: I, uh, yep. Yeah. He says, uh, "Hey guys, my YouTube subscription list is pretty varied, but focuses on tech and retro gaming." As YouTubers who focus on retro gaming, what are some of the YouTube channels that you subscribe to that are not related
1: to gaming? Oh, I, I, I like questions like this because I think that I bet we kind of watch some of the same people. Think so? In terms of that, well, I know that we both like watch. We both watch Pat Finerty. You know, it's oh, like yes. a, like kind of a big inspiration for the existence of this podcast. Really, uh, who is a music focused? YouTuber yeah um, I watch a, like a lot of uh, camera and gear shows uh, I really like Gerald Undone and I our, was just going to ask that if you watch Gerald, yeah, Gerald Undone yeah I watch Gerald Undone and uh, and DSLR video shooter Caleb Pike Caleb yeah mm-hmm. uh, who I like I joke about this a lot I feel like he and I look like we could be related potentially <laughs> I think so for sure yeah <laughs> um uh, when it comes to like movies, I really like the uh, the Cosmonaut Variety Hour. Oh, I've never heard of that one. Uh, it's it's good. I mean, he's he's funny, and one of the things I like about him is he sounds like his voice and his sense of humor is very similar to somebody I worked with a long time ago. So I mean, like I watched him pretty early on, but now he's like enormous, like he's like has like like one point five million subscribers at this point. So that's good though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, every year he will do, like, these marathon reviews of, like, different series. Like, last year he reviewed, like, every single X-Men movie. I think this year he's, like, reviewing every Shrek movie. He's done, like— So what, uh, what does Cosmonauts have to do with it, then? I, nothing. I don't think. Okay. It's just—that's probably what he went with. Yeah. It's interesting, though. You go back to his channel, and he did, like, a lot of, like, game reviews and stuff— and uh, like he doesn't really do it that much anymore, although he occasionally does. But one thing I really appreciate uh, is that every time he does a review of like a of a superhero movie, he like always uses music from X Men versus Street Fighter in the background. <laughs> I, I appreciate that consistency, and it's almost entirely it's always like Rogue's theme. I appreciate that. Yeah. So what about you? What do you got? I know that you got some good, like, audio-centric stuff.
0: I do? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my, uh, well, my favorite audio channel to watch is uh, Darko Audio,
1: like, D-A-R-K-O. Is that a a Donnie Darko reference, you think?
0: I don't know. Like, he said, like, early on, it was, like, his, the channel was called, like, John Darko, like, if his name was John Darko, and then it it switched Mm -hmm. to being called Darko Audio, but, like, I don't know. Is that like a real last name? If it is, that's cool. I wish it's, my yeah. last name
1: was Darko. That's like that's like a cool last name, like Wolf. Exactly. I was just talking to somebody about that
0: yesterday because you and I had had that conversation. Yeah. Because there was some other last name somebody had, and I was like, "Man, why can't I have like a last name like that?" Because <laughs> um, I actually work with a girl whose whose last name is Wolf.
1: Oh, okay. So she's Swiss. Um. Anyway, I like you know. There's you know. There's a, there's a kid in my in my son's class yeah his name is wolf his first name his first name is wolf oh man that's awesome. so i feel like eventually like like that kid that kid's gonna love pulp fiction when he gets older it's like you're calling the
0: wolf yeah <laughs> i used to work with a guy where that's what we all called him was the wolf yeah i mean but it you, was, how can his you last not name was his last name was Loboshevsky. <laughs> so because of the Lobo, we just called him the Wolf, which of course he loved. Who wouldn't want to be called the Wolf?
1: I mean, you makes you wonder if he was named Wolf because of Lobo. Like like the Lobo. Well no, no, his it. name was Eric. Oh, was just, okay.
0: But I'm saying we we all called him the wolf.
1: I see. So his name wasn't actually like straight up wolf. You just right. you called him Wolf because of Lobo. Yeah,
0: just you know. I used to work with this guy and like he and I just had nicknames for like everybody. Yeah. Like, we didn't call any, like, if we called you by your real name, it, we didn't, it means we didn't have any feelings about you one way or the other. Like, <laughs> if we hated you or we liked you a lot, you got a nickname. And if you were just sort of a non-factor, then we just called you whatever your name was, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, anyway, I mean, I don't actually, I'm not sure what, I don't, I'm real, like, picky about what kind of YouTube content that I watch, because I really have no interest in, in, in general, in, like, anybody that sort of presents themselves as, like, an influencer, you know? Yes. And I just feel like, you know, whether it's, like, musical gear or camera equipment or, or you know, audio, uh, uh, you know, music, you know, not musical gear but, like, music itself, there's, like, a fine line between, you know, doing, you know, reviews and uh, instructional videos, like I would say, like, you know, Gerald Undone, and dslr shooter both do you Mm -hmm. know like you you watch those shows i feel like you either learn something or you know i want to know if i should buy you know like one of these lights And i want and i want an expert to explain it to me and like those are just guys that i trust to like you know yeah but i feel like there's a lot of you know i'm not going to name anybody or anything i'm just gonna say there's a lot of other channels where it just seems like You've got sort of this business set up where you've got these people sending you this stuff to review, and you're pushing out the content. And I'm like, I don't, you know, I have a, I have a pretty sensitive BS detector for that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> um, but uh, my my all time favorite uh, YouTube channel, and I've talked about it before, but it's uh, V West Life.
2: Hmm.
0: And uh, if you if anybody if you watch my Tandy 1000 video that I just did that was basically me doing a video in the style of uh, V Life. That's kind of why I did it, you know, like, it was a, as an homage. That's cool. And, um, and I, I'm kind of ashamed to say this. The only other channel I can think of, I cannot remember the name of the channel. But it's this guy who, it's like a cooking show, but it's like cooking from like colonial times. It's a very famous show. I just can't remember the guy's name all of a sudden. Hmm. Um, it doesn't really matter but i mean like like he built a set like so he his dad i guess started some business uh selling equipment to like people who do like reenactments of like colonial times or you know people that do like you know this is before it's not like cosplay but i guess you could call it cosplay now but you know people like the you know society for creative anachronisms <laughs> and stuff like that you know they would go have Whatever, like, and so he does videos about, like, oh, here's how to build your own, like, clay oven and stuff, and he will do that outside. But then, like, he built this whole set that was, like, this is what a kitchen would have looked like in, like, 1795 or, you know, 1830 or something like that. I
1: mean, that's perfect and, for a YouTube video, you know, like, content because, like, people are not going to go out and do that themselves. It's, like, I'll let someone else do the work and show me. Well, because it's
0: like you can still cook the stuff that he's cooking. It's like yeah. you don't have to cook it the way he you know, but it's like do you do you own a Dutch oven? like then you can still cook, you know, what he's cooking. um, but he gives more like historical context to a lot of stuff or or he'll cook things that like nobody really cooks anymore. Like I remember he did this one video where because he'll he's somehow gotten all of these like really old cookbooks, like cookbooks <laughs> from like the early 1800s. And some of them, they reprint and he sells them in his store, but like, you'll see, you know, recipes in there for stuff that, you know, nobody makes now. And, um, he did this one video and it was like, the recipe was just baked onions, you know, and oh. he was explaining, cause you don't really think about it, but it's just like, you know, if you were living like on the frontier or something, you know, you were pretty limited. Yeah. You, know, you couldn't just go to the store and he's like well here's something you know that you know you might have had to make back in the day cuz it's just what you had and it's you know you literally the recipe is take like a yellow onion like a standard yellow onion and put it in the oven and let it let it cook until it's soft and then you know you just peel it and, and put it in a bowl and put a little butter and some salt and it was freaking delicious you know if you like onions i mean it's, cause yeah. it's a cooked onion so it's like all sweet it's not it right. doesn't have that like acidity or whatever to it anymore
1: People, but I that, I
0: mean, that's just one example, but he's done, you know, he does like, you know, dif- different kinds of soups and stews and breads. Yeah. and, um. But <clears throat> he always puts it in a historical context, is the point. It's not really just a cooking show. It's like, do you like history and you also like food? Right. So here's a show about the history of food, but we're also going to actually make the food and you can make it at home uh, as well. But like I said, I cannot remember the name. <laughs> but we're
1: not, oh, oh, we, we, we ain't looking
0: it up. No, no, I just remembered. It. It's Townsend's. Townsend's. Like okay. T-O-W-N-S-E-N-D-S. Because his last name is Townsend. His, his name is John Townsend.
1: Okay. That's that? yeah. that's a good, that's another one of those. Like I said, I mean, he's got name. like over a million. So, I mean, he's
0: it's a very famous show, so. Yeah. You know, I'm not, he's not getting a boost out of me today. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, that's what, that's. those are the shows that like, you know, popped into my mind.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel off, like I. Off the top of my head. Like, I don't watch a lot of, like, as much game stuff as I used to. Yeah, I mean. Like, I neither. mean, like, there's certain things, like, when it comes to, like, games and stuff that I, like, will always watch. And it's, like, more, like, informational, you know? Or they're, yeah. like, friends. Yes. You know? So. Yes. I don't know. Just, so, like, my, my, the amount of time that I have to consume content is, like like, much smaller than, and getting smaller every day, it feels like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our next question
0: comes from Terry Lee. I won't give the last name, so we'll just say it's Terry Lee. And uh, he says, uh, you know, here, uh, dear, here's my question for you. AKA, see, we should have thought of this AKA CNC Podcast Factory. <laughs> you know, C oh, and C, Chris and Corey. See. Yeah, yeah. Do you
1: yeah. You remember,
0: remember the the band or whatever, yeah, C&C Music
1: Factory. Yeah, was of that going
0: to make you sweat? And uh,
1: yeah, yeah. That was. I might actually beginning. have
0: their album around here. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes, on the Sega CD. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, for what it's worth, I've been familiar with you both for years now. I really enjoy your content, and perhaps even more important than that, I just really like watching you both talk about that content or anything really. <laughs> Being around the same age certainly helps because of all the shared interests and all that, but there's more to it than that. Kindred spirits and all. Lame, I know. (laughs) I've really enjoyed your new podcast. I hope it continues. I hope this endeavor kicks butt and the snowball builds as big as you both would like. You guys both do a good job. So, I don't know. If we get more listeners slash viewers, that'd be cool, but I got to say, I'm already, you know, I mean... We already got a pretty solid audience going, so I'm yeah. already quite satisfied. If it gets if we, bigger, than we, we have a great.
1: stack of emails. I think that's already pretty impressive.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I, so actually it turns out I think this guy doesn't even have a question. Just wanted to. Because he said, P.S., I'll happily send another message if I have something actually interesting to say or a question to post. Uh, and then actually the P.P.S. is saying this is not the kind of email to read on a podcast. Well, too late, <laughs> Terry. We read your email on the show. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one comes from uh, This is a YouTube channel called Cedar Valley Gaming uh, oh, I okay. remember correctly, The guy's name is Jason um, We've traded emails in the past mm-hmm. uh, Oh, this is a good question I feel like this is a better question I don't know why I think that But I think this is a better question for you okay. I would have to think about it a little bit more Okay He says, is there a song or album That is strongly associated with a specific event Happening in your life? Ugh
1: I gotta, I gotta think about it for a minute because I, you know. Like, I just like, feel like, like you're
0: more the kind of guy, like, oh yeah, this girl dumped me, and then I couldn't stop listening to, you know, Mazzy Star or so. I don't know why. I think I could see you doing that. You get, yeah. You get dumped, and then you go listen to Fade Into You like a hundred times in a row.
1: Dude, I wouldn't just listen to that. Like the entire Among My Swan, sort of Among My Swan is that the album that's that might not be. <laughs> I, no, like, I have like, no idea. Like the Among My Swan is like not the one with Fade Into You on it, but that's like a, it's a really good album.
0: Is it? I don't, I mean, I literally know nothing about Mazzy Star outside of that one song. So I don't, I, 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 I have mean, no opinion like, one way or the other.
1: I think she was married to the, uh, I don't remember who she was married to. is It was like the guy from Jesus and Mary Chain? maybe, and they have that, they did that song Just Like Honey that was in uh, uh, Lost in Translation. Yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, just saying something that people would know. Um, Gosh, I mean, I like, like so many, like, I'm going to regret, like, not having something like, off the top of my head uh, as soon as we're done recording this, I'm sure. But, um, well,
0: I mean, I would say if you, you know, if you subsequently think of like a really good, a good one, like, you should, Totally, just bring it up.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I, I, cool I will. Let me, I mean. let me, let me work on it because I feel like. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure that I have plenty of good uh, albums for that or songs. I mean, you know, like I have a lot of like tapes and stuff like that of things that I listen to when, you know, I was like maybe pining for somebody. But it's you know, I, I mentioned before that I used to listen to like these random like mixtapes and stuff when I would mow the lawn. And like I, yeah. I, I, it's one of my still one of my favorite things to do is like when it's uh, like since having a house that has a lawn, I can mow. I love to just like listen to music while I or when I when I mow the lawn. Sometimes podcasts, but uh, I'm gonna have to think about that though. I mean, there's, I mean, like I'm sure there's plenty of albums that I listen to and like songs. I I, I probably have entire playlists that I just cannot think of. Are you gonna write it down? Is that what you're doing?
0: No, I got issues going on over here. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I have like plenty of like like songs or albums where it's like you know that came out at some like you know certain point in my life or whatever. But and so like I like you know I took a road trip here and was listening to mm-hmm. a Metallica album the whole time or something. But but like it's not an interesting story if that makes sense. You know, it, it, it's just what I happen to be listening it, to at that time.
1: It's weird, like if it's if it's albums that or songs that I like know of, I can a lot of times I can tell you about like where I was in my life when one of the times that I've heard it. Yeah, uh, but sometimes it's hard to go like the other way. I guess it's certain, like you know, like hey, how about uh, like like Pearl Jam's ten? Like I can say mm-hmm. like oh, you know, I remember. Borrowing that, borrowing that CD and listening to it while I was uh, playing through the game Lufia on the Super NES. Yeah. Like, I would, yeah. you know, I just put that, you know, I was just talking to uh, somebody about, like, the first CD that we ever got. Because uh, I was talking to our good friend Artemio Urbina, who was talking, we were talking about the Sega CD, about how that was, like, our first CD player. yeah. And I was like, oh, do you remember what your first CD that you got for it that wasn't, like, what was included? Yeah. And I, I specifically specifically remember that because it was R.E.M.'s Out of Time that my brother got for me for Christmas. And I, I still have that. Like, that is, you know, it's probably going to be blasphemous to a lot of people, but... Uh, I keep all my CDs, like, in a book. Like, I have uh, donated the cases and the inserts to, like, a local record store because I decided... I mean, look at behind me. Like, I, I decided a long time ago, like, I can only, like, really focus on collecting, like, one main thing. I can't just, yeah. like, have a wall of CDs, too, and, like, a wall of movies. Like, I just can't do it. So I decided, like, I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep my CDs, but I'm just going to put them in... I'm going to put the discs in, uh, in a book, and I'm going to... Take the cases and send them like with to like a record store that can take them. Maybe they would get a CD in and they can swap it out. If so like, you you
0: didn't even keep the booklet?
1: No, I did not.
0: Uh, that's to me that's the blasphemous part.
1: Okay, I, I understand that. I understand that, but I just had to, you know, like if I could go back in time, I'd probably like keep the booklet. But it's okay. Uh, yeah. And, because I just felt like, you know, these, like, the record store might be able to, like, they'll get, like, a one, a disc only, or, like, something that's, like, completely destroyed, and they can swap it out with that. Like, I'd happily, like, have it go towards something that is, uh, you know, just helps somebody else out. Uh, Yeah, I mean,
0: as long as you didn't throw them out, you know.
1: But, like, REM's out of time, like, I kept that case. I kept the entire complete thing, because it's, like, the the first first one, the first CD that I got.
0: Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, all right, last one. All right. So Actually, this didn't take that long. This is two uh, two questions. Uh, this is from Alan. He says, "I have two questions. I don't expect you to talk about either. Well, we're going to, so buckle up. <laughs> but I got to get something in before you guys get so many that you stop taking them. Well, I don't know if that's that's
1: it right it's, now. It's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> but uh, all right. So, question one: What do you guys think about baths? I'm generally not a person who cares about what people think of my manhood, but I generally keep the fact that I love a nice, relaxing bath to myself.
1: <laughs> you know, baths versus showers. Yeah, oh, I am like, I am 100 shower guy, like all the time. Uh, baths, yeah. I just feel like I just feel like I could be doing something else with my time. <laughs> I like I like to take a, like a long shower and i do like a lot of like thinking of like working out like creative problems like when i'm in the shower. Yeah. But you know, the bath is it's it's hot and then it slowly gets colder. And i like the uh, hot well, shower yeah, cuz it just like stays.
0: Keep... Yeah, i get that. It's too much.
1: <laughs> but it's just it's so much work and you know, i i've i've barely i've probably taken like less than 10 baths and 25 years. Well what about when you were a kid where you began to well, I mean like sometimes I guess you know like when when my, my brother my brother's 4 years older than me but there was a point in time where you know like we were like within an age point where we like you know we take a bath together yeah, and just yeah. like you know like bring our like matchbox toys and stuff yeah. like in there and stuff but once no. that ended, I was just like, oh, I like, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, it's. I don't want to be like a little kid. Only little kids take baths. I don't want to do that anymore.
0: Well, that's kind of what he's saying, though. Is like, you know, maybe some people, you know, are not. I'm not saying you're this way, but I'm saying I think his perception is that, you know,
1: like people think know, that people only like little kids take baths, and, or
0: girls, you know, or whatever,
1: you know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know. And. I don't know. Like, I can appreciate that people could just like hang out and like lay in there for like several hours, or like, yeah, you know, like listen to music. And, and you I, don't
0: watch, you don't watch like the Big Lebowski, you know. And there's the scene where like the dude's in the bath, you know, before they before the nihilists come in with the marmot. Like, Is that he's like you don't he's see that and be like, clip? man, that sounds. Like, well, I wasn't going to bring that up, you know, because <laughs> maybe people listen to our show with their kids. But yes, he was smoking a roach. Um, I don't know. Doesn't that? I mean, doesn't that look appealing? You know, not the marmot and the you know people. It does, his...
1: but I, but I feel like the dude doesn't have yeah. anything anything better to do with his time.
0: Yeah, but you know, we could all use a little more dude in our lives. I
1: yes, think, you know? I I you know I gotta say I love that movie. I love Big Lebowski. Oh yeah, like yeah. It, it is infinitely rewatchable. Another one of those infinitely rewatchable movies that, e- and every single time I watch it, I find something new that's funny.
0: Did I mention this before? I, I I don't know if I said this before, but I did Your this with a couple like of them.
1: pretty Lebowski-esque.
0: They got on yeah, right now a little bit. I actually I actually bought this sweater. I hate talking about this because if you're listening to the show, then you can't see the sweater. Well. But uh, I actually bought this sweater because I was like, oh, I need a new Christmas sweater to wear on like the Christmas show. And so I bought this last year, and then I put it on, and I just I didn't like the way it looked. Really, like mm-hmm. I felt like it accentuated my fatness. <laughs> but the thing is it's so freaking comfortable and I'm just like, I don't really care anymore. It's it's such a comfortable (laughs) shirt. But but it doesn't button down the front like the dude's um, sweater would. But um, I can't remember if I mentioned this before or not, but um, because I did it with Napoleon Dynamite to bring that up yet again, and uh, Big Lebowski where I downloaded the soundtrack. Yes. And then I also ripped the audio track off of the movie and I would cut out like scenes that I like from the movie that made sense to just listen to. And I reordered the, the soundtrack so that the sound, the songs were in the order they appeared in the movie. And then I would put the, you know, the audio from the movie in between the songs where it would fit.
1: That's, <clears throat> that's amazing because I wonder if, I mean, that was, that was a big thing for a while with like movie soundtracks. Like they yeah. would put like little sound bites from the movie yeah. like in between.
0: But this was a lot of pretty big sound. It, it's almost like the audiobook version of them. Like you, if you're like driving somewhere, you can't watch Big Lebowski, but you can almost listen to it. But in a way where it's just like, it's a cut down version of just like the scenes that will sound good to yeah. just listen to. But then it will have the full versions of songs that appeared. Uh, yeah. You know. Like, you know, there's the scene with Jesus, you know, where, you know, he's talking about, I'm not going to repeat what he said because it was extremely vulgar, but... You know, he's basically telling uh, the dude and and Walter and Donnie what he's gonna do when they play each other. Yeah. And in the background is uh, the Gypsy King's version of Hotel California, Mm -hmm. which is a hundred times better than the Eagle's version, which (laughs) is not really that good. And uh, so like I have that scene, you know, of, uh, you know, I can't remember the name of the actor that played Jesus, unfortunately. The John Turturro? Exactly. Um, you know, but, but then after, after that, it plays the full song. So it was, it was pretty right. cool. But, um, anyway, just to get back to baths real quick, only cause like when I was a kid, I was like, I was like all about, like my mom would literally have to pull me out of the bathtub because like my, my skin was all, you know, my, my yeah. fingers and toes were all pruned up. Yep. Cause like, I, I would just stay in there all day if I could. Cause like, you know, I would reach over and pull the plug and let some of the colder water out turn the hot water spigot back on. And then I would sit in the middle of the tub while the hot water was coming out. And I would use one hand to like pull water towards me and the other hand to push water away from me on the other side to like <laughs> mix the, mix up the water. And then when it got to the temperature I wanted, I would reach over and shut uh, shut the tap back off. But like, I mean, I had toys in there with me and whatnot. So I, I just had a good old time. Yeah. And, um, but another just sort of interesting thing about about baths, you know, Obviously my wife and I don't have kids. And so I don't think this occurred to us that um, when we bought this house, it had been on the market for a little while and I felt like the price was pretty decent and and we didn't really question it. You know, it's like, I don't know, why is, why is nobody buying this house? And so we bought the house and, you know, we love this house. And it wasn't until after we lived here for a while that I think it really occurred to us that there's no bathtub. Like, we yeah. have we have two bathrooms, but they're both dedicated showers. And so like if you you know, if you were a parent, you know, and you're like, Well, I have small children and I want to buy this house, you would probably notice, like, hey, where oh, there's yeah, no yeah. bath, right? Like how can you I, I don't even know what you would do, right? If you had like a two year old, three year old or something and you lived in a house with no bathtub, like I don't know, I guess fill up the sink or something, right? <laughs> kind of Yeah, strange, well,
1: I mean but, we uh, gave like like when my kids were small enough. Like, the house that we owned before this had a really big uh, sink, and they would occasionally take, take sink baths. It was, yeah. like, that big of a sink. You know, it didn't have any divider in it, so it was just, it was big enough. Oh, they really call that, like, a farmhouse sink, I think. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like that, you know. Um, I think the last time I took a bath was, I mean, not, it was just, like, like, Less than five years ago. Yeah. Uh, so I have this thing, like, with... Uh, called Renault's sy- Syndrome, where, like, I have bad circulation into my feet... Or in my, like, uh, fingers and my toes. hmm So they get, like, really, really cold when it's uh, cold out. And... Yeah. So uh, you
0: want to take a bath, then?
1: Well, the old house, you know, it just... It is, like, 140 years old. So it... The floor got really, like, the hardwood floors would get really, really cold. Mm-hmm. And uh, when this started really kicking in, I would uh, sometimes, um, I had to stop walking around bare feet, because my feet would just com- get completely, like, white. Wow. like Like, there was, like, no blood flow. So, I had to go, was like, I would take baths to, like, get that circulation going again. Yeah. And my, my feet would, like, turn, like, blue. Like, my toes would, like, turn, like, bluish purple. And I there was a time, I mean, that's when I was taking baths. It's like I would just, you know, get in the bath because there, I didn't have any other choice. It just yeah. like I needed to...
0: So maybe you kind of have a negative association.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could see that.
0: that. Yeah. I mean, I don't... There are times when I definitely miss having... Like, if I'm sick or... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if I'm sore for some reason where it's like, oh man, I could just like lay in a bath, you know, like yeah. I, like I would, I, I would love to have like a hot tub in the backyard, you know, for that
1: reason. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, um, yeah, that would be amazing to have, right? Just the hot tub. Yeah.
0: But really that's not that much different
1: than a bath, you
0: know? Like yeah. you can't say like, oh, I can't take a bath cause I have things to do, but it would be awesome to have a hot tub.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. I mean, hot tubs are amazing. You know, even though, yeah, uh, you can't overdo it with hot tubs. You know, like make you feel like nauseous. It like, makes me feel nauseous after a while. Really, because of the heat? Yeah, I think. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I was gonna say something, but I, I forgot. I lost it.
0: So Alan also says that this show needs more Elsie the cow. What? So I don't know if um, who's that. First of all, first of all, Alan, it's Elsie the Borden cow, not Elsie the cow. So, get it, get it. I I'm have some lost. respect for Elsie. So I don't know if you, you, uh, you know, like lately when I do like videos where I'm upstairs and I'm just standing in front of the camera. Yeah. Like over my left oh, shoulder, the... there's a framed picture of a cow. That's Elsie the Borden cow. Okay. Um. So I mean, I could put it like you know, if I took down some of this beer signage, we could stick Elsie down here. It would be nice to have her, you know, watching over us
1: yeah sure i mean i need to maybe i gotta I should put something like right here i got something. well i got i got what is that That's it's it's it lunar from lunar yeah Oh, well, that's pretty cool <laughs> oh man uh um
0: just because we're talking about hanging stuff on the wall you know so you know i, I gave you that gold record you know yeah and um i was like eh, i think it's kind of cool i kind of want one of those you know <laughs> and um but, but of a of a band that I want like I don't really want you know no offense I don't really need an R.E.M uh you know whatever um and somebody on eBay was selling a, a gold record of uh Postal Service. Oh. And that's one of my all-time favorite albums, you know. Yeah. And but it was it wasn't buy it now, you know, it was just, you know, whatever, like normal auction. Mhm. And so I had it on my watch list and I was like, oh yeah, it, it was ending, it was ending on Black Friday and I was like, oh cool, like that's a bad time. Like <laughs> you always look out, I mean, not so much anymore because like 90% of what's on eBay is like buy it now. Yes. But you know, back when it was mostly auctions, that's one of the things you'd pay attention to like, oh, this auction is ending at a really bad time for the seller, right? Like, Yeah. Like nobody's going to be sitting, you know, on on eBay, at, you mm-hmm. know, whatever time you have your auction ending. And so I thought, like, ooh, ending it on Black Friday, it's going to be awesome. And, like, the bid was, like, 120 bucks or something. And I was like, well, that's, you know, I mean, it's a gold record, right, you know? Yeah. And, um, but then, I so I, it, it was going to end on Friday, and then I forgot. Like, I set, like, a timer on my iPad mm-hmm. instead of my phone because I'm stupid. And so, like, my <laughs> iPad was in a different room. And so the timer went off, and I never heard it. And so I missed the end of the auction, and I was, like, I was kind of not mad, but I was, like, oh, man, you know, I was disappointed a little bit because I'd already told my wife about it because she loves that album too. And yeah. so she's like, oh yeah, we should get that. We could hang it on on the wall, like above our stereo, you know? And um, so then I told her the next day, I was like, oh yeah, that we're not getting that record. Like, oh, what happened? And so I just told her, I said, well, I forgot about, I just told her the story I told you. I said, I, you know, I didn't check it, so I missed the end of the auction. And I was kind of a little bit peeved at myself about that, but then uh, I went and looked up how much it sold for, and like, we weren't going to get that anyway so because it it sold for like about 400 bucks oh yeah that's i mean that's which i'm not saying that's out of line like i can't believe that some gold (laughs) records are as cheap as they are like considering there's not that many of them out there like to me any gold record if it's a decent album should or if it's from a you know a Mm -hmm. major band should sell for more than what i see a lot of them selling for yeah so you know I, i wasn't surprised it sold for that much but at the same time like i don't I told my wife, it's like you're buying somebody else's trophy, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, you are. But,
0: I mean, at the same time, like, if you could have, you know, you know, if it was, like, a, a – well, that's a mean thing to say. I was going to say – well, I didn't mean it to be mean. But I was going to say if you if you had, like, a Buffalo Bills players Super Bowl ring, but uh, that, do, <laughs> that doesn't exist. But I'm saying, like, you know, just whatever. I'm saying, like, some sport, might, you know, though. some might team that you like, like soon, uh, you know – Th- those things are collectible, right? Because yeah. you know, it's it's not very often that like a Super Bowl ring ends up on the
1: market. But
0: but at the end of the day, you're still buying, uh, you know the the acknowledgement of somebody else's achievement. Yes. So,
1: and it's but um, it's it's doubly cool when it's something that you like. Like hey, you know this thing sold exactly a lot a lot of copies, and like I have like a, com- a commemoration that somebody else yeah. got for the like yeah. the fact that that sold a whole bunch copies And that's like yes. Post like that is one of those situations like where I it's kind of unbelievable to me that that they never that they never made another one. Like I know they did like some songs though, didn't they? Like songs that were not on that. Did they? I don't even know about that. Cuz like the thing is is like the situation in uh making that album could not be replicated. No. I mean they they could but it wouldn't it would, it would be – you're doing it on purpose
0: instead of it just being what naturally occurred. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other reason I wasn't as interested in it, though, I'll say, that I was less excited about it. You know, like your gold record is – it's like a Robert Brown or something. I don't know. Yeah. We don't, yeah.
1: It, we don't yeah, even I mean, know who that is. Right. Um, and it's such a the, generic the, name that it would be impossible to find out who it is. Yeah. It almost sounds made up, but um, – <laughs>
0: The Postal Service gold record was for uh, Best Buy. Oh, it's kind of like, eh, that's not that. That's less exciting. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of Best Buy anyway. But if it had been any like chain store, it's like. But then that makes me wonder: how did that end up out on the market? Like, did somebody steal that from like the Best Buy corporate (laughs) office or something?
1: Maybe. Maybe Maybe. someone. is, like that was like their thing that they did when they they took it when they were uh, when they quit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Anyway, that's uh that's it. I got nothing else.
1: All right. Well it's it's a good time. I gotta go get my son from uh yes. from school. My my daughter actually is home from school. Like we think Oh yeah? The flu's going around like crazy. Yeah. And uh, she might like be in the beginning stages of it. I'm surprised she didn't come down here during this. Do they still think I live on a submarine or not anymore? Uh I mean I may have told them that you don't, but I doubt they remember. Why me. would you do that? I don't know. Like, I think they asked some specific question that, like, I just couldn't answer. You
0: should show them uh, that movie, A
1: Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Oh, okay. And tell yeah. them that, like, that's like where I, I live. <laughs> that's on what something you do. Like well, you'd yeah. have to get like next time they see you, you'd have to like wear an orange hat. The, the kind of like it would match the shirt that you have underneath that. Uh, well, this
0: is actually a red, but I agree that in this lighting, for some reason, it looks orange. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so I think that's going to do it then for episode eight. Heck yeah. Uh, are you in. getting nervous? Now we're two episodes away from episode 10. And remember, you said that if we got to 10 episodes, you would do a, a show without your shirt on. Because you, <laughs> you were so convinced I, that we'd never make it to 10. I didn't say that. Yeah. And I remember, because I even said, like, are you sure? Because it'll be in the middle of winter. Like, do you really want to do a topless episode in the middle of winter? You're going to have, like, two diamond cutters down there.
1: I know. Well, I, like, I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wear some. I'm like, not worried about it. I'm going to put some tassels on them. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> that's going to do it. For this episode of Here's My Question for You, if you'd like to send in a question and have it read right on the show, you can send it to here's my Podcast at gmail.com. Uh you can follow us on social media but I'll be honest and say I haven't done anything with uh the Twitter or Instagram account lately
1: so they they uh, exist and you never know yes. what might might show up there. I didn't even post a clip this week for the show cuz like I feel like no
0: one's really paying attention to that anyway so it's just better to just focus on the show itself I think.
1: Yeah. It feels yeah. like we're being silenced on social media so we stop posting. Okay, I don't know about that. But, uh, <laughs>
0: Think there's a conspiracy
1: (laughs) against us. All right. Uh, Till next time. Yep. Thanks for listening.